Happy New Year's, everybody! It's 2020! Wow. Did you ever imagine you'd be saying those words? I mean, I guess if you're only age, I don't know, 10, maybe you can imagine that. I don't know why you're listening to this if you're only 10 years old. But anyway, uh, Happy New Year's is 2020. When I was a kid, I would never imagine saying those words. I mean, usually, you know, you can think of how old you may be one day, but to actually say the number, what year it is, to say 2020, I mean, I thought cars would have been flying by now, but they're not, but they kind of are. I mean, they're parking themselves, and I don't know what the military has going on or whatever. They kind of fly, I guess, whatever. Anyway, it's amazing. So I'm sure you probably thought of some New Year's resolutions. So this episode is about not being insane again, because uh, as Freud, is it Freud? No, Einstein. Yeah, Einstein said the definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over again, expecting different results. And year after year, people do that. They make these New Year's resolutions and they just expect because they made the resolution another year, then it'll work this time. But they haven't changed up the process. So as a trainer, um, when I used to work in like gyms, public gyms or whatever, one of the things the trainers would do is take bets on who would fail or who would be in it for the long run not necessarily taking bets on the failures but who's going to stick it out and then some would people would take bets on the failures i'm not saying i ever did that or participated in such behavior but a lot of trainers do that because i mean think about it every year the gyms start flooding with people around january definitely in february because you know, it takes a minute to really know what your resolution is going to be and to act on it. it takes a minute and then boom, February hits, the gym is packed. The regulars that's been coming the whole year are irritated because now they can't get on their machines that they once were able to get on and they know the cycle too. So sometimes people are pissed because it's like, look at you guys coming in here. You went not doing this a few months ago or whatever. And just because you ate yourself to oblivion for Thanksgiving and Christmas, now you want to come in here taking our machines. That's usually what people think. I'm not saying I think like that, you know. Um, so anyway... Uh, it's understandable. I mean, a new year hits, you get inspired and you're like, I am going to make changes this year. You people last for about, mm, I'll say one to three months. So somewhere around the end of March, it, start, it starts to die off. Um, April, yep, the end of April, forget about it. It's just, it's really like half of the people in there now. And then May they're just gone now they come back again some people come back some new people come in around june july or whatever because it's summertime look they gotta look good for summer so they think hey i can hurry up and get in shape for the summer even though the summer already just hit but now i can hurry up and i can work off this stuff and i can be in shape but uh the thing is they can't seem to make it stick so I figure, you know what, 
let's talk about that this year. Let's stop being insane and let's have a conversation about why that is or what we can do differently. So I would say step one, write out what you're trying to do. Know your why. Why do I want to lose weight? Why do I want to get in shape? Why do I want to stop smoking? Why do I want to leave this person? Why do I, you know, know your why. Now listen, your why should be no less than a two-part process. So once you answered why the first time, dig deeper and say why again. So let's say your goal is to lose weight and you're like, I want to lose weight. Why? Because I don't like the way I look when I look in the mirror. Why? Well, because when I was in college or in high school, um, I weighed this amount or I look like this. Did that make you feel better about yourself? Yes. Why? Because I have more confidence then. Okay. So you want to keep going because a lot of times your first why is not good enough. If you want to stop smoking, why? Because smoking is bad. Okay. Why is it bad? Well, because it can cause disease, cancer. Um, okay. So why is cancer bad for you? because um, I'm cutting my life short probably. And why is that a big deal? Well, because I'll probably leave my kids behind without a parent or, or I'll leave my spouse behind without me or whatever. So you need to dig deep in your whys. And listen, no one has to hear these things. No one but your journal and your God. <laughs> So don't be ashamed. Don't be too embarrassed or too shy to dig deep because it's only hurting you in the long run if you don't really get real with yourself and answer these questions. And although you may think you know them and they're in your mind, but until you really say them and let them out, sometimes they're so deep down in there, they're trapped. They're trapped by denial and ego. So you need no less than a two-part process in your why. Say it out loud and write it down. The reason why I say say it out loud is because it's been said that death and life is in the power of the tongue. And so in manifestation, you have to speak life into your goals. Speak life into what you're trying to manifest for yourself. So say it out loud. Then you need to write it down. Writing it down makes a mental record of what you're trying to do and puts it in the forefront of your mind of what you're trying to do then you can look back at it and say hey this is what i was trying to do then you put that away somewhere make a copy of it whatever it comes like a little treat a little treasure for yourself when you open it up later or when you're like hey i need some motivation i'm just not feeling it right now and you open that up and then you look at those words and how you felt it takes you back to that feeling of how you felt when you were so motivated and it might just give you the push you need to keep going so you have to speak what you want know your whys write it down you ever notice that when you're handling running errands or whatever and you look like crap and it seems like nothing's going your way you already don't feel very well and you can't seem to catch a break and you start to say you know what when it rains it pours versus when you're actually looking good you're feeling good you're bouncing your step um 
maybe you just by default you look good because you were going somewhere else and you're like let me run these quick errands or whatever you're in a hurry and it seems like everybody is saying yes to you they're like yes we can reverse that overdraft for you <laughs> and it just seems like everything goes your way people are opening doors for you why is that it's because there's an energy everything is an energy you're responsible for the energy you bring into a space I'm quoting the wonderful, honorable Maya Angelou, um, that you are responsible for the energy you bring into a space. So when you're bringing in positive energy, confidence, it circulates and it comes back to you. It's like a magnet, positivity, and yes, is attracted to that. It clings to you. Okay, so now it's time to take action. You have written it down, you said it out loud, you know what you're trying to do, it's time to go do it. Have you ever heard of the 2190 rule? So according to psychologists, it may take 21 days of conscious and consistent effort to create a new habit. It can take up to 90 days to break an addiction. So my question for you is, is your habit actually an addiction? Mm. are you addicted to food are you addicted to sweets are you addicted to emotional eating are you addicted to cigarettes and I'm sure if you are addicted to cigarettes you know or you really have a lot of issues if you don't know you're addicted to cigarettes and you're addicted to cigarettes no one ever says I have a habit of smoking cigarettes so okay we got that that part is is clear um but what are you trying to overcome this year? Call it what it is. Like Iyana, Iyanla Van Zet says, call a thing a thing. Let's call a thing a thing. Don't just call it a habit. Call it an addiction if it is. So that you know you're clear to yourself. You may need some extra help to take care of this addiction. Um, if you're addicted to overeating or food, if you're obese, you're overweight, and you have a habit of overeating is probably an addiction and you should probably get some support some help if you're living in a household where no one else ha is overweight and they eat what they want but yet you're the only one overweight and you're trying to eat like they eat you need some help outside of that house and so you should talk to a nutritionist a nutrition coach someone that can put you on the right path to set you up for success you need to decide if your habit is actually an addiction. Either way, you're trying to break this cycle. So the 2190 rule, you need to commit for something for 21 days straight. So if it's working out, you need to work out for 21 days straight. Not, oh, okay, I'm going to work out Monday and Friday. And then I'm going to keep trying to do that for a few months. No, no, no. 21 days straight doesn't need it doesn't mean you need to go hard so you don't have to be in there doing insanity <laughs> insanity you don't have to be in there doing insanity in the gym somewhere or you know in your house doing insanity or going extremely hard but you do need to be working out how about jazz it up a little bit of cardio here um, some weights work with a trainer once or twice a week and so, some dance classes but you need to do it for 21 days straight then it should become a habit. Then continue after that for another 90 days. So now it's a program. 
inside your mind, inside your body, inside your day to day efforts that say, hey, we need to do this. Then you have more chance, more of a chance of survival and success. And now it's time for a random rant. Question, what is it about green bell peppers? I mean, if you have a bag of, let's say, frozen peppers, and they have different colored ones, um, they have red, they have uh, orange, yellow, and then they have green bell peppers, but why most of the time there's more green than anything? They know doggone well nobody wants a bunch of green bell peppers unless they're making a pizza or omelet. And if you're doing those things, more than likely you're not gonna get frozen in a bag, you're gonna cut them up yourself. So I need all the makers or producers of the freaking bell pepper in a frozen bag to stop playing us with all those doggone green bell peppers. Why would I want a bunch of frozen green bell peppers? Thank you. You guys ever seen the movie The Help? There's a scene on The Help where Viola Davis, I forget her character's name, is telling uh, one of the ladies that she was working for um she's like aren't you tired or ain't you tired you scheme and manipulate and blah 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 in order to get ahead i i totally screwed the lineup but that's the gist of it and she's like ain't you tired i think that's that was a great scene so i'm gonna ask you ain't you tired (laughs) you make these resolutions year after year you say you're gonna do this say you're gonna do that and don't follow through Ain't you tired? Ain't you tired? Haven't you had enough? Ain't you sick of it? I'm adding to the scene even more. But anyway, um, ain't you tired? So let's do something different. This is a new decade. Seriously, 2020 is a new decade. Do something like the Honorable KRS once says. Do something today that your future self or yourself five years from now would thank you for. Don't you want to thank yourself five years from now? I love when I can look back and thank myself for something uh, like becoming a yoga teacher, moving to California. Thank you, self. Oh, my gosh. Past Ayana. Thank you so much for moving from Detroit to the West Coast. And look. I'm a Detroiter all the way in the sense that I love Detroit. There's things about Detroit that you just can't get other places. And I'm not talking about murder or violence. (laughs) I'm talking about just that realness, that down home realness, that going over your friend's house, going over it, going to your old neighborhood. And some of the same people are still there sitting on the same porch. People are playing cards Um, there's always some kind of gathering happening and you you know, you just gather around and you stay close to your people. That's priceless. Seriously. You know what, who I want to give a recognition for doing that is a lot of my Hispanic folks. Um, they stick together with family and friends. Many, I mean, they do things together. A lot of times I'll be training at the park 
And it'll be a lot of families, Hispanic families that are out there with young and old. And that that is beautiful. Seeing who looks like people who look like their grandparents. They're like, I don't know, 60, 70 out there. And then you see a little kid running by them and then the grandparents call them over and then someone middle age is out there and then someone in their 20s is out there doing their thing. And they're all at the park together. That's a beautiful thing, y'all. I mean, that's something that um, really does something for a person just handling everyday life. It's like to have that connection with your people, whether it's blood relatives or not. Just people that you're familiar with, that you know have your back for the most part, you know have your children's back or something, It's that's priceless. So I do miss that about Detroit. It's not to say I don't have it out here in California. It's just in Detroit, it's, you're going to see it more often being an African-American from Detroit. Anyway, how did I get on that subject? Remind me? Oh, the point is, I love that, that I can say, man... Moving to the West Coast was the best thing for me that I could have ever done. Waiting to have a baby was the best thing I could ever done. Or leaving that ex-boyfriend was the best thing I could have ever done. I'm so happy that I don't have to wake up and be like, I'm still with y'all. That sucks. I wish I had the courage to leave y'all. So, don't let your future self down. Don't be the person in the future mad at their past for not having the courage or discipline to give themselves a better life. And it can only be done if you start today in the present. Happy 2020. Be better and do better today than you were and did yesterday. Peace and love.